Welcome back, everyone. Scott Tucker here with Veteran Wealth Secrets. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're new to the show, well, we're all new to the show. We're just getting this thing started, but we're already on episode 19 or 20. We're rolling these things out fast. We're really excited about it. We've been talking to amazing people. And really what this show is about is you know not only to share insights and stuff, but to network. But that's what I'm doing personally. I'm networking with my guests. I'm networking with all of you who are getting to know me. My last guest said, hey, he's been following my stuff all along. I'd never met him before, but now we did. So that's going to be, I think, the topic of today's show. So excited to have Ryan Jones on because this is someone who's you know, transitioned during the COVID era. I'm sure you'll tell <laughs> stories to your grandchildren about that but uh former army uh, uh first sergeant no uh sergeant first class sergeant first class. okay and and so re recently what'd you do in, uh, in the military so my job by trade was a cavalry scout okay. and then the army in their infinite wisdom decided that at the last five years of my career i should be a recruiter so mm. completely opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> okay yeah but recruiting you're probably having to do a lot more what a better job to at least be in the civilian world hey this is what's going on i'm still walking around in uniform everybody's look the army guys here you got to commute you also got to learn marketing and sales skills which yep. are my opinion the number one lacking skill set coming out of the military because other than selling your troops on taking the hill they got to follow orders anyway so you don't really have to develop those skills if you just want to be a jerk <laughs> but uh, I mean, since, since you mentioned that i didn't know that would love to talk because the bottom line is regardless of what you're doing even if you're not in a sales job we're all communicating we're all trying yeah. to persuade and, and, and whether you're persuading your kids to eat their vegetables or you're persuading somebody to hire you, you're persuading a customer to buy your product or service, um, could you talk a little bit about what it's like as a recruiter? Is there anything we could do in the military as a whole to bring that in or in the transition process? Oh, absolutely. So mm -hmm. one of the best things that we could do as veterans is talk positively about our service. So we get a lot of people that would talk negative, maybe they had a bad experience, but it wasn't all negative. And a lot of times when we get out, we like to talk about the negative because it's a story and it's something to talk about. But a lot of these kids hear these stories and I'm like, guys, this, this isn't Vietnam. This isn't even 2000. This is a totally different military, totally different army. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about the good things. I've got my degree through the army, learned, got a career through the army. I have medical and dental benefits for me and my family the rest of my life through the army. Mm -hmm. So there's been a lot of good things that the army's given us. And if we could just tell that story, tell about how it is positive. Now don't sugarcoat the negative because it's all, there is negatives that happen, mm -hmm. but let's also try to emphasize the good things that the military has given us. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you put it that way. Cause I want to talk more about your foundation honoring the heroes. Cause I think what, what you're doing there and, and tell me more is you're translating that that same sort of again communication these are sales skills hey how do we let it be known that our police military firefighters or, or whatever like how do how do we make sure we, we've seen what's happened in the last few months De yeah. defund the police and all this that's geez people what is going on we're not talking to each other anymore tell us what honoring the heroes is about so honoring the heroes was actually a brainstorm between myself and my senior pastor and we basically were talking about all the benefits for veterans. And I made a comment and I was like, yeah, there's a lot for firefighter and police too. And he just mm -hmm. chuckled and he's, you have no idea. Hmm. And so I took that as a challenge and I'm like, we're at the same cloth. It's got to be out there. And I did some research and there wasn't. There was little pockets here, a little pocket in Minnesota, a little pocket in San Diego, but nothing nationwide, nothing that was even local. 
So what we decided to do is we were going to give these guys wow. a tactical backpack. And so we filled this backpack filled with resources for their mental, their emotional, and their spiritual health. And the goal is to come alongside law enforcement, firefighters, and basically tell those guys, hey, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for defending us here at home. And to me, it was a very important mission to take on. And it's just, it's really grown. The police departments, the fire departments, they love it. They've never seen anything like it. Yeah. They think it's amazing. We just had a church on the south side of Tampa get 150 bags for their entire district of the Tampa um, Hillsborough County Sheriffs. And every one of those guys was like the ah, ah, ah moment. The face really? was wide. They're like, nobody's ever done this. They're like, the most we get is a thank you or somebody will buy our, our meal. But these are actual resources that they can take home and use. So we have resources for the spouse. We have resources for PTSD. We have resources for their marriage. We have resources just to help them in daily life. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that as veterans, we had the privilege of serving and then we got to come home and could decompress. Mm -hmm. And law enforcement, they work every single day and they live sometimes in the same communities. And so they go and deal with people on the worst day of their life, if you think about that. Mm -hmm. Even if you're getting pulled over because you were speeding, you were probably speeding for a reason. You were probably in a hurry. And now this police officer is taking more of your time. Probably the worst day that you're having that week. They go to a domestic violence. It's obviously the worst day of that lady's life. And yeah. they go to somebody being killed or something happening. They're responding to people at their worst. And they do that day in and day out. And they wake up and they put that uniform on every single day. And so yeah. they don't really get a decompressed time. Like we got our year off. We got our six months off, whatever that was. They don't get that. Fast forward to 2020 and the world's just upside down. The defund mm -hmm. the police, the Tampa PD were out there protecting the protesters that were telling them how terrible and awful they were, threatening their lives, doing their job to protect them because there was other people that wanted to harm them for what they were saying. And they were actually standing in between the two groups, protecting those that were talking mm -hmm. about them. And then they get to go do that again tomorrow. Isn't America in a wonderful and amazing place? I, I'll, I'll lay down my, you might disagree with me, but I will lay down my life for your right to, to disagree with me. And yeah. so sad that sometimes other arguments are said, no, you have to agree with me. This is the only way we can be. Anyways, side point. But it's so important because I've always thought that it's people say, oh, thank you for your service. And I'm like, yes, I went downrange. I was an officer. I didn't have to go out the gate very much. I wanted to be a platoon leader, but the guy above me got fired. So yeah. next thing I know, I'm the XO. And I didn't get to, I didn't get to, yeah. I was like, oh, I went to West Point for four years to be a platoon leader. And when it's all said and done, it was just like, oh yeah, that's yeah, next guy's here. So we're just switching it out. And I was like, oh man, these leadership skills I didn't get to use. But no, I I, I love the idea of, because it's just so obvious. These You see the police drive around. It's, yeah, I get scared every time a cop's behind me. And, and not, that's not fair to that guy. But I'm just like, oh man, if I get pulled over something, I, I'm going to act awkward and think they're taking my liberties from me. And it's so it's a rough job <laughs> that... And what a great idea. I'm more fascinated that there isn't anything else out there. There's 45,000 veteran service organizations. Yeah. So what do you see next on, on the horizon for either you guys or, or other organizations? Well, so this has been an amazing experience and mm -hmm. God's just been opening doors. We are actually partnering with other people that are trying to do the same thing, both 
locally in their little area. There's a couple guys in Idaho that are really doing some amazing things and they've been doing little goodie bags and gift bags and they want to do a full bag and they want this to just be Idaho wide and they want every officer to get one. We would ideally love to partner in every community and make sure people are getting these bags and getting the resources. What I tell everybody is the resources in here might just sit on a shelf. And we mm -hmm. know that they're, they're books and they might sit on a shelf, but you know what, when something really bad happens at two in the morning and that officer has a choice between his service revolver and a book that might mm -hmm. help him. I, I pray that he reaches for the book and reaches out. My cell phone number is in every single bag that we give out. And if these guys just need somebody to talk to, I'm there. So we just want to partner and be broader and just more people that get it, the more people we can help. Wow. To give your number out there like that, that's amazing. I won't even ask you if you've gotten any calls yet, but thank you for, for offering that. So how are people involved? How, how does how do you guys get the, uh, the bags together, pack them, get the books? How do you fund it? Like, how can folks help if they want to obviously spread the word to the various communities? Are you limited by funding or is it just depend on who wants to start something? We're absolutely limited by funding. We've worked with all the authors. So we have 13 books in our deluxe bag. And all of those offers have given us the books at their price. Wow. So they bought into the mission. They think it's a great thing. Right now, you can go to our website, www.honoringtheheroes.com. You can donate. You can sponsor a bag. What we really like is when somebody buys a bag. And so let's say, Scott, you decided to buy a bag for your neighbor. Now, I can send that bag to you or I can send it directly to him. I prefer to send it to you and then you hand it to him because now it's a personalized gift. Now you've invested in that officer's life. And now it's a lot more than just, hey, this organization sent me something cool. But now it's like, hey, this was a gift from Scott. He, he really cares about me. So that's what we love people to do. We love it when they buy a bag and then we send it to them and they give it to somebody. Corporate sponsorships, anything like that, because it is a backpack. The beautiful thing about it being a backpack is you can add whatever you would like to it. Okay. You've written a book on wealth. And we honestly, I'm going to put a little plug out there. We don't have a wealth book in there. Right. So if, if you decided that, hey, I want to be part of this and we could talk offline and we get a good deal going. And then that's something that we could add to the bag that now these guys would have another resource for their future. Thank you. I would be honored <laughs> to participate in something like that. Yes, I'm writing more to the veterans specifically, but we all go through changes. Guys aren't don't stay in the police force forever. They might have a transition out. Uh, they might want to have an idea of starting a business. I would love, obviously there's a lot of veterans serving in, in the police and firefighter community. Now I put the, uh, put the website there. I'm just going to leave that up. So folks will know to participate, contribute. I love the idea of buying a bag. I'm going to go look to do that as soon as we get off here. That all came from something. I know we wanted to talk about <laughs> some of the other secrets today, but you've got something, how you, you built this up so quick. How long have you been doing it? So we had the idea about a year ago, November of last okay. year, but we didn't get kickstarted until right around February, March. And then as okay. we all know, what happened in February and March? Yeah, it gave me time to do something, right? Bravo on that. And the, some of the success, I'm guessing, has to do with the secret that you wanted to talk about today. Yeah. You're going through your own transition, trying to launch a nonprofit. That's different than a for-profit business. And you're competing for donor dollars. You're just competing for attention, especially it's like, of course, like who wouldn't support that? It's not about that. It's that there's so many other donation organizations that it's hard. And I know you got to hustle. You got to get out there and meet people. Brian, what's your secret? What's your secret to the last year? Because I, I know you've also gone through the SkillBridge program. You just landed a new job. You're starting next Monday, right? 
Yes, sir. So crazy time and not just transition, <laughs> change, unknown, uncertainty, but you've pulled it off. You're pulling it off. What's the secret? Networking, networking. I, I'm amazed. I didn't even know what LinkedIn was until February of this year. I went to a wow. tap class. They were like, you have to be on LinkedIn. And I'm like, what is that? Another social media thing. I was on Facebook for the army. I was on Instagram for the army. And I wasn't that guy. I wasn't the social media guru. So that another program, LinkedIn, I'll tell you, LinkedIn has been amazing. All of our traction, everything going forward has been LinkedIn. It's been networking. It's been, I'm amazed at how many people are willing to help if you just ask. Mm -hmm. So I'm so glad you brought up LinkedIn. That's been, <laughs> I've been on LinkedIn since like 2007. Just had it up there like the standard kind of profile thing. Like, I don't know what this is for, but about two years ago, I thought, hold on. I think this is a place to share a bunch of ideas, meet a bunch of people, throw some stuff out there, see what hits. Oh, by the way, you can practice writing, practice video, mm -hmm. practice communication. It's about skill set development. And LinkedIn is not a social media platform as much as it is a networking event where you can show up 24 seven for any particular yeah. topic you want. I'm curious, what were, what did you do? What was that? If you just learned about it in February <laughs> and were able to immediately go, cause most people, most guys don't, they begrudgingly get on LinkedIn cause they think it's the requirement for the job application. And it's no, it's all about networking. You, you gotta communicate and gosh, how much easier is it to yeah. be able to send a quick note, say, hey man, would you be willing to talk? If they say no, so what? Move on to the next one. There's thousands yeah. of people on there, but there's a lot of different strategies and stuff. I actually teach some of that in my LinkedIn course, <laughs> but I would, I would love to hear what you did both for your own personal stuff and also for honoring the heroes. So complete honesty, I was, using, same. I was using it for honoring the heroes. I was like, what's networking? Mm -hmm. People want to donate. If people want to give, it's another network for that. Because of honoring the heroes, I ended up obviously in the veteran community and for the same kind of people. And people were just willing to help with my transition. People were like, hey, do you know about this course? So I did four block through LinkedIn. I learned about it. I did a entrepreneur class through LinkedIn that I learned about all of these programs that were free for veterans because of LinkedIn. I did the, hey, this is who I am. I'd like to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Are you available? And I was amazed that people sent me their calendar invites. And they're like, pick a time. We'll spend 30 minutes. And that 30 minutes turned into a half hour, turned into an hour multiple conversations people just wanted to talk and wanted to help yeah it, it's it's just, it, there's so much going for us all right now because we, a lot of times we don't know how to help and so we get stuck in that so yeah, the ability to just get on a phone call ask hey do you got anything that you learned are you are you uh, before me ahead of me above me whatever it might be i think everybody's got a little bit of insight that they can share with those coming behind them and, and so to speak. And that's really what this, this show is about. So Ryan, tell us, tell us what's going on. You ended up finding through, through some of that networking for honor and the heroes, finding an opportunity. Do you, can you tell us a little bit more? What was your specific transition like? Cause you didn't just use four block. You also use DOD skill bridge and that's yep. becoming more well-known, at least in the LinkedIn space, hard yep. to miss it, but I'm guessing in the greater army and military, it's still an unknown thing. So I always wanted the opportunity to spread that word. So DOD skill bridge through my army was literally a one sentence. Hey, when you guys are getting out, DOD skill bridge. Next slide. And that was it. And it's okay. That obviously wasn't very important. Wow. Okay. Next slide. Because of COVID, because of LinkedIn, yeah. I got all these veterans that are like DOD skill bridge, DOD skill bridge. And I'm like, 
what in the world is this? So I looked into it. And so I can get up to six months off of the army before I get out while I'm getting mm -hmm. an active paycheck to go work for a company that I may want to work for. Seems like a no brainer. So then I called my command and they're like, we hate to lose you. I'm like, you're losing me anyway. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, all right, deuces. They basically signed off on it. So in okay. June, I was able to do a DOD skill bridge with systematic business consulting, SBC. Those guys are amazing. I love them. I'd recommend them to everybody. Now, my DOD skill bridge didn't work out with SBC. And it didn't work out because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. I was like, I'm coming out of this. I was a scout at one point. Maybe I'll do security. I've been a recruiter. Maybe I'll do recruiting. We mentioned sales. We mentioned communications. I was like, maybe I'll do that. Systematic business consulting was business consulting. Mm -hmm. Basically, we contacted metal industries. We helped them get hires. We helped guys go through the whole process of being hired. It was a lot of telephone calls and social media. Mm. And I'm just I'm not a, not a not, telephone not, guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> nope. When it came to recruiting, they were like, hey, make 100 phone calls. I'm like, what's the end state? They're like two appointments. I'm like, if I can make those two appointments any other way, can I not make phone calls? And they're like, yes. And so I did that. Okay. So that was my goal. But I found out what I didn't want to do through the skill bridge. And I found out I don't want to do cold call sales. I just, mm -hmm. it wasn't my thing. And so I love the company. I would highly recommend them to anybody that, hey, I want to work from home. I, I don't really want to go to an office. They're perfect. I got two little kids working at home was like, Hey, now dad's home to play all the time. So right, right, right. to me, it just didn't work out, but I'm so thankful for the opportunity to do it through the army, get paid and learn what I shouldn't do. And because of that, I was able to still network through LinkedIn and through all that other stuff and ended up going to Aramark. And I start with them on the first, and that is going to be outside sales. That's going to be face to face. That's going to be talking with people and that was my niche for recruiting. I was a face-to-face -face person. If I Wait. could get five minutes of your time, we were having an appointment. So mm. I think I'll do very well in that area, but I'm so thankful I cut out a whole section of what I don't want to do. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I think that's that should be the first thing you know we dive into because oftentimes, hey, I don't. It takes many years to figure out what you really want to do when you grow up. If there is you're coming out of the military, <laughs> that's what we always hear. But you can definitely remember what you don't like doing and yeah. what since you're not, you know, in uniform having to do everything. It's like, well, yeah, you got to get a job and you're an employee, employee. So you got to do what they say. But now you've got the full gamut of opportunities. And, and I honestly think that that opportunity to try something out. And, and maybe even the next job and even the third job, you know, doesn't work out. Don't, we can't think of it as failures. It's just reminding us of stuff. If you couldn't identify, I don't want to be doing this when you're coming out of the military, start to identify it, especially in the civilian world. Cause once you, you might get paid and do a good job and stuff, but once you're miserable and you get pissed off or somebody else gets pissed off, it's out the door. There's no disciplinary boards. Usually I, I think that's super important to be thinking about. What don't I want to be doing? So I'm glad you had that experience. Thank you for sharing that. Brian, wh what's next? What you got honoring the heroes going on. Is that how much time is that going to take? Or how, how, how much do you want to grow it? Where do you see yourself? I know you're literally just starting a job. <laughs> but if we were talking three years from now, personally and professionally, what are you thinking you'd like to see happen for you, your family to hit some level of professional or personal success or feel like, yeah, I did my transition somewhat right <laughs> for well, you? Absolutely. So I, ideally, I would love to see honoring the heroes be a self paying job. So 
right now. I'm cool. not taking so that's a, a version of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. So right now I'm not really taking a paycheck. Nobody's mm. really taking a, any kind of money for it. It's money's coming in. We're sending it right back out to help first responders, which is great. So I'd love for that to be the wounded warriors of the mm. <laughs> law enforcement community kind of thing. But that's big picture. For me, I'm just looking to be able to get into the civilian world and get back out there and just enjoy it. I want to have fun. Like what you said, if you're doing something, but you're miserable, you'll only do it long enough until you think you can quit. Mm-hmm. I used to tell every kid that asked about the military of that. I'm like, pick something that you enjoy. And if it doesn't pay enough, you'll still enjoy doing it. But if you yeah. pick something just because of the pay, you will only do it until you think you can quit and you'll quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's true. Or you'll, like I said, piss somebody off and get fired. But no, Ryan, th- thank you so much for, for coming on and, and sharing the wisdom. I'm just so happy to see someone come out, take, just, hey, hey these are the resources available to me, to me. Some of them are through networking. Some of them are tools. Some of them are just passions and ideas I have, but you got to work through it all to figure out what you want to do and how you can, assuming you want to continue to, to serve. And figuring yeah. out whom you're meant to serve. I mean, did you, I guess I should ask you this earlier, but but I'm curious. All of a sudden, did you have any law enforcement background connection whatsoever? It's just I can't believe nobody else is doing this. That's exactly what it was. Wow. Okay. It was, cool. It was one of those things where, like you said, there's 45,000 veteran organizations, mm-hmm. and I can almost guarantee if you put all the small ones together for law enforcement, they don't even equal a thousand. Holy cow. Okay, cool. I'm excited to, to help you get the word out as much as possible. I, I actually have someone that's already coming to mind I want to introduce you to. But anyways, how, how do people get a hold of you? Who should be contacting you? And uh, yeah, where can, where can they find you? Absolutely. So the website's still down there. That's the best way. You can yep. send us a message. We're on all the major social media platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, the new ones that are coming out now, Parlor. Honoring the Heroes is pretty much our tagline for everything. We're always looking for people that are willing to sponsor a bag, whether that's an individual or a company, and whether that's one bag or a thousand bags. We want to work with you to partner to love our law enforcement officers. So this isn't about me or honoring the heroes. This is about us coming together and supporting our community and our leaders. Cool, man. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all that. Lo- love to have you come on again uh, down the road to see how things are going, especially in the post-COVID era when everybody loves the cops again. But uh, no, it's just an amazing idea, especially around mental health. I'm actually going to be on the Veterans Path podcast here in a week or two talking about the uh, mental health and an experience yeah. I-, I went through myself. I ended up going to a shaman in Mexico. So I'm going to tell that story. (laughs) But all right. Thanks again, Ryan, for joining us, everybody. We will see you next time. Later, guys.